You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings, Webcology listeners. The ecosystem of the web marketing world is always changing. Technology, and more importantly, radio is evolving. Introducing the next evolution of radio technology for web marketers, the webmasterradio.fm mobile app for iPhone and Android. Listen live, download new shows daily, and stay connected through our social media network. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app in the iTunes Store or in Google Play now. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 21st of February, one month away from the first day of spring, thank God. And uh, you know what? It's also, this is the, 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 the very last time anybody in the world's ever going to hear me say this. Happy 40th birthday, Dave. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's Dave Davies' 40th birthday today, friends. And so um, anybody listening in the Victoria area... He works just across the uh, street from uh, McPherson Theater. It's McPherson, right? Yeah, it is. It's 40th birthday. This calls for the bumps. You know what to do. Uh, oh, God, I got staff listening. Uh, okay. <laughs> Beanstalk Incorporated. Friends, if you don't want me coming and camping out in your office, and you know I will, uh, bumps, 40 of them. Don't assault them. Don't do anything like that. We we would never advocate actual physical assault. But the birthday bumps, it's his 40th birthday. We only do this once, right? (laughs) Happy birthday, Dave. Thanks very much. This is, honest to goodness, the the first day of the real beginning of your life. Life does begin at 40. It is so much fun. You know, I hear that from everybody who's uh, above 40. I can't tell whether it's true or just, uh, you know, all of us collectively going let's tell ourselves this so you know <laughs> we feel well, better you know what there's only one way to find out and it sure as hell beats the alternative this <laughs> very true <laughs> so um weird week uh we last week we promised listeners it was going to be a uh a pretty heavy show today and it's going to be we have on the line um two security experts one of whom friend of webcology friend of webmaster radio big time christine Tashinger. 
We also have Josh Dennis from Weird Nation. Now, these two are at the very least on the peripheries of the hacking community. We're going to be getting to them in a few minutes, but a couple things I want to sort of knock off. I'm sorry, from Weird Nation, not Wired Nation, Weird Nation. My mistake. <laughs> nope, it was Wired. It is Wired Nation. I'm all confused. <laughs> Dave, it's your 40th birthday. This is all your fault. And we circle back. That means we Bloody can start girl. forward again. I, I blame your parents, actually. <laughs> um, you know what? When we get Josh on, we will have him clear up the discrepancy, whether he's weird or wired. He's one of the two, maybe both. We're not sure. <laughs> have you seen Yahoo's new homepage? Now, we've got guests on, so I'm not uh, sure this who you're chatting with. Honestly, this is ah. you. This, this is you and me bullshitting for a little while. Have you seen... Uh... Ah, okay. Hey, back to, back to, back to where we uh, usually start our show. Fantastic. I had no... Well, now I have. <laughs> now, there you go. Huh? Oh, you know, that's, that's a really, really bad statement for the future of Yahoo, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Like, I give this great hope. Have you seen Yahoo's new front page? Uh, <laughs> no. Frickin'. <laughs> Um, well, there you go. What do you think? This is this is um, this isn't Marissa Mayer's first stamp on Yahoo, but this is her first public stamp, first thing, first face she's showing. And you know, there's some things about it I like, some things I really don't like. The celebrity culture stuff being pushed right in your face really bugs me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's 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 back to what looks like an organized web portal. Yeah, which is is funny. I I would not have necessarily predicted that's the route they would want to go based on previous comments from Marissa saying, you know, and and we've talked about it here on the show, um, this new focus into search um, that they're going to be looking at and and pursuing. um, And and so then to turn your homepage uh, back into uh, a more portalized um, setup um, is a bit curious. At the same time, uh, we know Marissa's got to have in, in the back of her head, uh, and, and we've seen, you know, we see it and talk about it constantly for the last few years from Google, um, personalization. Uh, and so it, it'll be interesting to see how much of this is actually more geared. You know, right now, you, you're right, I'm seeing the same thing, right? It's all celebrity stuff, but okay, over time, does it start to learn more and more and more? Assuming I, I use Yahoo, does it start to learn more and more what my searches are and then adjust what's showing up and, you know, on, on the homepage itself? No, uh, apparently, is, I, the, I don't know the answer to that because even though I have a Yahoo Mail account, like I think everybody has a Yahoo Mail account, like I remember it, um, um, I'm not signed in as a Yahoo user while using while using their front page. I haven't done that like I would with, with say with, with, with Google, um, <laughs> advertently or inadvertently. Um, so I, I couldn't tell you if it changes if it learns. I certainly hope it does. That would be that would be cool. For Yahoo, that would actually be innovative. It, it really would. I mean, one of the things, just to, to list an example of, of, I don't know whether this is a statement about Yahoo or more a statement about our, our culture. Um, I have to scroll down. Well, I mean, you know, it depends on your moderate resolution. But let's say way, way, way down, and I see the news, Wall Street drops again, data rises. But right up at the top here, um, I, I get presented with uh, Lindsay Lohan borrows 1,750. Right, Cal. Oh, okay. that was our next story. <laughs> Jesus, Dave. <laughs> and, 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 and I have to say, I, 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 this is, you know, their default. Prior, I am logged in right now, you know, because I, I, I do stay logged in on my Yahoo. I use different, you know, computers to go in and unpersonalize. But um, really, 
really is this is it? Uh, but you know what? I, I mean, I won't blame Yahoo for this. Uh, I'll blame I'll blame our culture <laughs> for this one. And going, yeah, that's what's deemed as the top story right now. Um, and and Wall Street dropping um, is deemed something that's probably about fifty or sixty articles down in importance. So you know that's and let's, that gives you a hierarchy of importance of Yahoo's news page to you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, funny thing on the way to the to announcing this, Marissa Mayer went on uh, NBC's um, NBC's morning show to introduce this. But the uh, weird thing is, Yahoo has a content partnership with ABC. <laughs> so there's a little bit of ruffled feathers there. Nobody's really sure if um, Marissa Mayer was making an overture towards NBC and to, to their network when she dissed her content partner, ABC, which incidentally has a higher viewership for its morning show, Good Morning America, than NBC's does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the Today Show has like three and a half, four million people watching every morning, where the Good Morning America has five and a half to six million people watching every morning. But she still went on the Today Show. So there's a weird signal. She doesn't do stuff, uh, she doesn't do stuff by mistake. Anyway, that's our Yahoo stuff. Um, what else do we have out there? There's rumors that there's a Panda update going on. I see a bunch of Indi- uh, SEOs from India just flipping apes over the Panda update. Are you seeing anything weird? Uh, you know what? It, it's really interesting because our uh, ranking reports are running right now. Um, and, you know, they started a couple days ago and they'll be running for a few more days after, uh, after now. Um, it is interesting because early signals we were getting were showing total stability. Uh, and I, I actually chatted about this yesterday in a, in a staff meeting. Just total, you know, things are up, things are down, but we're talking like one or two, right, for the yeah. most part. And unless we're dealing with like brand new sites, in which case, you know, you see the plus signs or whatever. But um, all of a sudden, um, the ones coming in from uh, from last night and today are showing much more volatility. Um, and without, at this point, I mean, I haven't had time. It's been my birthday, I had a birthday party, it's more all that sort of stuff. So I haven't had a chance to do a full uh, a full analysis of it yet. Um, but it is showing things where it, it's not necessarily hitting what you would predict. It's not whole overall movements up. It'll be like this phrase is up 12, this one's down 10, right? And um, So uh, there's not uh, not so much a, a rhyme or reason that I can I can detect now. But we see that during every, uh, every update, right? You hit a, a bit of chaos right at the beginning, and then um, you see things uh, stabilize, um, you know, sort of towards the end of it. So, um, you know, it, it'll be interesting, really, really interesting to watch. Um, and you know what I'm, I'm really impressed with? I just have to make a note because um, we were talking about Yahoo and as soon as you said it I was like you know I, I've noted it before I'm going to note it again um, here's a really really great thing even though I had to go oops yeah no I hadn't noticed a new homepage um, you know, one of the great things is, is we're now able to talk about Yahoo without chuckling I know it <laughs> That's really cool. It, it is. It is. So, so kudos for them. Obviously, that whole uh, Marissa thing was a was a good call on their end, and for the first time, you know, you can actually see crap getting done um, that needs to get done, and, and changes being made that uh, you know are being measured and uh, and tracked. So, um, it's very good. Very good stuff. Um, sorry, do you have any other? There's something I'll uh, you know what I'll, I'll just jump in here and go um, something that I, I think was I, I think something that uh, that I noticed was cool. I, I sent you the link here in uh, in our Skype chat. But um, you're a big fan of Wolfram Alpha. 
I'm a big oh, yeah. fan of Wolfram Alpha. Um, and I, I just got an email from them this morning. And if you go to wolframalpha.com slash Facebook, they got new social um, tracking stuff that'll that just sort of, it, it's more for entertainment purposes. It's just pulling your data and sort of, you know, it creates a map of here's the words as they're used most often. You know, as it turns out, in my case, LOL and awesome are the most used words um, on, on, my, uh, on my Facebook profile. But um, you know, just some really, really interesting metrics that sort of pulls it all into into one place. More for for interest, it, it, you know. For some people, it may give you some insight into marketing activities. But um, you know, for me, I was just looking at my personal one. So for me, and, and was just trying it uh, a little bit before the show and found it. Uh, you know, it's it's neat. It's neat stuff. So for all of our listeners, it's just it's more for curiosity, more for interest. But you might glean some marketing uh, information out of it. It's wolframalpha.com slash Facebook and. Um, just a neat little uh, new tool from them. Well, the Wolfman put this out, uh, put a similar tool like this out of a year ago, and I remember looking at it and you know thinking, I, "Wow, I swear a lot on Facebook." Um, I think if you're a brand, this is actually quite useful. If um, if, you're, if you're running a brand page or a business page, um, it's going to tell you where your friends are, so who's buying your stuff or who's interested in buying your stuff. Are your messages being amplified? Are people re, uh, uh, reposting stuff that you post? I love the what do you talk about on Facebook. I would get like Republicans, economy, um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You bring up a, a really good point on your on your word cloud. If you're looking at your brand page and you see the word sucks is the thing that comes up the most, you know. You probably got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got a problem. Yeah. Um. This is very cool, though. So, yeah, friends, go to uh, wolframalpha.com slash Facebook. Check it out. Um, Wolfram Alpha is the information search engine. It's like the Wikipedia search engine without actually accessing Wikipedia very much. Um, If you need stats, figures, conversions, complex mathematics done, go to Wolfram Alpha. It will do it for you. It's one of those ones that, uh, you know, it's one of those search engines you wish more people knew about. Yeah. Mind you, it's yeah, also and one of those I search mean, engines. Sorry? No, go ahead. It was also one of those search engines, not only do you wish more people knew about, but you wish more people would actually have a use for. You know, well, and that's, that's the thing. They're, they're very niche, aren't they? Like, they, they basically build engines um, and a multi, I mean, it's all, you know, based on one thing, but um, they build a bunch of tools that are search tools um, that really are niche and, and use specific. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's like, I liken it a little bit to, you know, your Google Analytics, right? If you tour through there and you see everything that's available, plug it in your brain. And, and you will find it extremely handy at various points in your life, even if it's just to settle a barroom bet. Mm-hmm. Okay, now there's one last thing I want to touch before we jump to uh, jump to break and then come back in with uh, with with Josh and Christine. The uh, this is a good thing. This is a wonderful thing. Sergey Brin, Mark Zuckerberg, and Yuri Milner, one of the one of the early investors in, in Facebook, have gotten together to announce a thirty three million dollar award for innovations in the life sciences. So these guys are going to be giving out 10 awards of $3 million each for people 
who put their immense brain power towards making the world a better place. That was an announcement. How wonderful is that as a as a use of money? Um, and and here's what I really love about things like that. I, I I haven't read in depth on you know what is it covering things like that. But the thing I love when when um, organizations and, and people like that do things is is a awareness. Um, but b you know in this race for these ten awards, hundreds of things right, and, and innovations are are going to come of it. Um, yeah. Many of which will be useful. Many of which will be patentable and and create their uh, their developers and 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 inventors. Um, you know, sizable money, even if they don't get the prize. But um, yeah, I, I love seeing these things that really push people to think outside the box, give people an incentive to get stuff done. Um, you know that that you know we're just we're just not doing yet. So um, yeah, I, I I love it, and is what an interesting trio. <laughs> yeah, indeed, eh? Well, I mean, you you know that you know that Brit and Zuckerberg hang out together, talk about divvying up the world they're conquering, right? They they, they play the <laughs> Occur like we used to with our parents' inheritance. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, you know these guys got to hang out. I mean, seriously, if you're, if you're running a multi-billion-dollar corporation, you're one of the smartest people in the world. It's a very small club of people who are interesting to hang out with, right? Right. Um, so it's, it's natural that they get together. Uh, now, I, I just want to note. Later on, in, the, uh, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of really scary stuff about a free and open internet. But more importantly than the scary stuff, if we didn't have a free and open internet, we wouldn't have the type of innovation that creates the conditions where three billionaires can get together <laughs> and, announce, and announce an award for changing the world. Very, very valid point, and I think you're. I think you're spot on. I mean, it makes sense that these three stick together because you know Mark has very few people he can sit down with that he's not going to be thinking, "Are they about to ask me for cash?" Or, or that he hasn't already offended, right? <laughs> <laughs> or about to hear a complaint about Facebook because he can always just turn to Sergi and go, "Yeah, how's that old G plus thing going for you?" <laughs> Indeed. Okay. On that, it's quarter past the hour on the 21st of February 2013 here at Webcology at webmasterradio.fm. And we got to take a break. It's an opportune time. we got two great guests coming up. I want to give them as much time as we can. So let's break now. We'll come back with Christine and Josh in just a few minutes. Friends, on behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You listen to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. I'm getting coffee. You're listening to commercials. Stay tuned. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Webmasterradio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new Webmasterradio.fm mobile app, absolutely free, and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Read through our blog for continuous industry news and programming updates and socialize with us through all of our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Google Plus, and YouTube. Download the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app 
a must-have for every internet marketer on earth. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. The SES Conference and Expo is making a springtime stop to New York City, March 25th through the 28th. SES New York 2013 is moving to a brand new venue in the heart of Times Square at the New York Marriott Marquis. Register now at SESConference.com. SES New York 2013 features some of the best and brightest minds in search and social marketing with keynote addresses by top-level executives from Google, Twitter, ESPN, and more. SES New York 2013 will also feature a loaded expo hall and Texpo Pavilion. On-site training by the ClickZ Academy, WebmasterRadio.fm's annual search bash, and so much more. Register before Thursday, February 21st and save $600 off early bird registration. SES New York 2013 at the New York Marriott Marquis in the heart of Times Square, March 25th through the 28th. Register now at SESConference.com. Off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here at webmasterradio.fm. It's the 21st of February, one month away from spring, and uh, we have on the line, in the darkest days of winter, we have on the line Christine Schaschinger and Josh Dennis. Now, we're not really sure where Josh is from. He's either from Wired Nation or Weird Nation. I'm not sure which, and I'm not sure it matters. Um, jo- Josh, clear the discrepancy. Are you weird or are you wired? Uh, officially, I'm wired, but uh, behind the scenes, I am definitely weird. Okay. <laughs> Let's just jump. I, I, I just want to dive, dive right in. We're talking hacking, protection, how weird it is out there or how wired it is out there. And um, what webmasters can do to protect themselves, probably somewhat in that order. But, um, okay, so Anonymous Hacker dumps 600,000 emails from most popular Israeli web portal. Malware attack on Apple by hackers who targeted Facebook. New Mac malware opens secure connection for a remote hacker. And those are just three articles I might also like if I liked Facebook Oath Flaw. Gaining full control of, allows gaining full control over any Facebook account. Now, I, I got to tell you, I like that. So I also like these other articles. And everywhere I look, the New York Times is getting hacked. The uh, Apple's getting hacked. Facebook is getting hacked. The Toronto Star is getting hacked. Who, uh, I heard a saying out there, Christine, and uh, how, how true is this? There's two types of corporations in America. Those who've been hacked and those who don't know they've been hacked. I think it's probably pretty good, pretty good saying. Okay. 
probably so, some have not been, obviously, but but anything connected to the internet obviously has the or has the potential for being hacked. So that makes me a poor webmaster who's responsible for more client websites than I currently care to think about because I'm kind of scared. Throw my hands up in the air and go, oh, my God, what do I do? Well, um, Josh Dennis from Wired Nation, why is there an uptick in hacking news now? Yeah, I think a lot more people are willing to come forward and say that they've been hacked. Uh, you recall a couple of weeks ago the New York Times uh, came out with a front-page story about how Chinese hackers have been going through them since October. And uh, within a few days, there were probably four or five other uh, large disclosures. Um, so I, I think people have been getting hacked for years. Uh, they just haven't wanted to show it um, for fear of upsetting their investors or uh, their customers. Okay. So is, is, is there an uptick in hacking is, or is there an uptick in reporting? The face of hacking is changing. We see a lot more state-sponsored hacking. Um, which means a higher level of skill. You have uh, teams of hackers now who are throwing themselves at a, a problem or uh, like getting into a specific in- industry or uh, stealing corporate data from you know across a wide range of different entities. Okay, so state hacking is much like it could be corporate espionage as much as it may be trying to infiltrate the uh, critical security infrastructure of a nation. Yes, exactly. Taking over uh, gas lines or electrical systems. Okay, so I mean, this is this is the stuff of dystopian science fiction novels. How real is it? Uh, it's very real. Um, yeah, uh, if you look at uh, Mandiant, uh, who has been in the news a lot for the uh, New York Times and uh, Washington Post, uh, uh, researching the hacks that happened at those places. Um, they've been tracking these um, entities who are, who are doing the hacking for years, uh, and they have numbers for them. Uh, APT1 through uh, APT22 uh, are just hacker groups, discrete hacker groups out of China, and uh, they're following people all over the globe. Recently, it was announced that there is a unit in the Chinese army that apparently has born to hack stenciled on the side of their helmets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no one knows if that's real or not. The Chinese government is obviously denying the validity of that story. But, um, you know, it's safe to assume the Pentagon has a hacking unit or a cyber a cybersecurity unit at any rate. Is it also safe to assume that Russia and China and, you know, maybe France, Iran, North Korea, Japan, Canada, and whomever else also have such units? I think everybody except for Canada. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Um, Yeah, maybe we don't. Uh, Maybe we do, maybe we don't. Look at the back end of a Timmy's store. That'll tell you. Of a Timmy's Timmy's coffee. That'll tell you. Just ring up the rim and you'll find out. Dave, Uh, a number of client sites. Do you ever worry about uh, a client getting hacked? I've had clients who've been hacked. Um, I've had to fix problems. I mean, you know, a lot of them on uh, on more, um, you know, sort of rudimentary levels. And, you know, I, I think all of us ha- have had that call from, you know, often it's a new client or, or, or you know, <laughs> somebody you're not actively working on. And so there, you know, I mean, I know I got a call from, uh, you know, somebody who we'd never worked on before. And 
our site's down and then our developer can't fix it. Well, they didn't update WordPress, right? <laughs> like, you know, just the basic level of like, well, all I had to do is click a button and your problem's fixed. Right? <laughs> so I don't know what your developer was doing. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I've fortunately not had to deal with things on the same level. And, and you know, I, I hope, uh, you know, uh, the other people in our audience and, and on the phone right now haven't either dealing with things, you know, like the issues of, you know, that Sony is faced and, um, you know, those sorts of things where we've actually got, you know, massive pulls of, you know, more personal data um, that, uh, you know, if, if you get a little spam message on your homepage, that's one thing and easily remedied if you lose a bunch of personal data. And I think that's more what we're talking about right now. That's, to me, the real threat. Unfortunately, we've never lost credit card data or anything like that. Well, okay, um, Christine or Josh, say, whoever. Oh, I, sorry? I was going to inject real Sorry, just real quick. Um, I would say, though, we deal with a different kind of hacking in the SEO industry, and that is uh, using hacking techniques to manipulate sites so that um, you can either take away someone's rankings or that you can um, sell things on people's sites. So someone like might uh, hack a gov site and use the gov site to uh, sell their product, or they might use a cross-scripting attack to uh, de-rank somebody's site. So um, we, we deal with it at a different level. Okay. Um, now, that's funny. I have never had a malicious hack. In, I've never had to deal with a malicious hack as an SEO in my, in my entire career. That's not to say that it doesn't happen. It's just to say I've never had that experience. So you What's fall into the, the second tell- category of people who don't know that they've been hacked yet. Yeah. Well, my, <laughs> those would be, be my clients, Josh. Those would be my clients. Well, uh, please, sir. <laughs> me, I have been hacked. It happened once on an old on an old site of mine. Freaked me right out. Um, but that was years and years and years ago. And I, as far as I know, it hasn't happened again. No. You, you can often see it in the Google forums when people have had it happen when um, they just don't understand why their site disappeared and there's no apparent penalty uh, that would have occurred on their site. Um, often that's okay. because there's some sort of action that's occurred, some sort of black hatting. Uh, ne- what we call now negative SEO. I hate that word. It sounds so minor. Um, but uh, often that's what has occurred. And government sites are infamous for having uh, stuff being sold on their sites. So, so you can see on a dot, a dot .gov, like you'll see Viagra and search for .govs, and you'll find that it's being sold on a lot of .gov sites. Okay, so uh, here we go. You good prices on it there, too. <laughs> Everyone is going to Google stuff and typing Viagra dot .gov. <laughs> oh my god okay everyone, just for kicks go to a browser and type viagra space dot gov oh my goodness so yeah, how do they do this the techniques the hacking techniques to hide it from the dot gov that they're actually been hacked so most of the dot govs don't even know that it's occurred oh indeed although a clearly a simple search might tell them <laughs> but their own analytics uh, might even tell them too. But you can't find it on the site when you go search for it. When you try to well, like locate the the hack, you know, it's very difficult to find. For sec for the for segment number two coming up in about fifteen minutes, let's sit on this one because clearly here's an action item for people to to check. Search your, do a search on your domain with a bunch of uh, hack friendly or or spam friendly keywords. Wow. Um, just for the listeners who haven't done, them, done this themselves, ViagraSpace.gov pulls up 2,800,000 results. 
two two million eight hundred thousand, give or take, results. Um, that doesn't mean they're all about Viagra on government sites, but that's still a, a rather large number for you know. I'd expect to see that a little bit smaller, or I'd hope to anyway. Well, it, it would be a little smaller. I, I actually just put a link if 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 our listeners want. I, I decided to go a little spammier than you. <laughs> uh, to, to, to sort of refine that list and, and become a little more interesting. But hey, if I was a spammer hacking sites trying to get that in there, so I, I adjusted the query a little bit, and, and you'll find what you're looking for much faster if you just search uh, by Viagra online uh, site colon dot gov. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a little over 10,000. <laughs> so, you know what? Several thousand, several thousand people are getting away with this, um, and this is a, as you said, Christine. This is kind of a, uh, it's annoying. It's certainly trespassing, but it's this is a this, you know, this is a low level hack. It's not taking yeah. over someone's website or stealing people's information. No, but for the sites that um, some of the hacks that they do do will take someone out of the index. And at that point, when you take someone on the index, you destroy their business. And so at that level, they may not be taking their information, but you've taken someone out of the index and you've destroyed their ability to make money. So, uh, For the city of Aurora, Texas, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you found it. <laughs> Hopefully you did that on a Mac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aurora, oh, Texas. don't get me started there. We've got important stuff to discuss. the <laughs> main problem that, uh, well, you need, to, you need to control this. Oh, my goodness. Um, anybody listening in the audience who lives anywhere near Aurora, Texas, have some fun with your mayor. <laughs> I will. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're laughing in the face of the devil here. This is, um, I mean, I, I'm not try- I don't want to be alarmist. I don't want to sound alarmist. But, like, if you can get away with this on a government website, what are most webmasters who don't have the capacity of a, you know, of a nation state or a city to, uh, or uh, an organization the size of any government? You know, what's, what's a webmaster to do here? What are we supposed to be looking at? Josh, if you were running a website, what would you be watching out for? Yeah, well, um, a good place to start is the OWASP Top 10, uh, which is a list that the uh, Open Web Application Security Project comes up with every year. Um, and uh, it's the, the top uh, hacks, basically, the low-hanging fruit that the hackers are going after every year. Um, and in that list are things like patching your servers. Um, and uh, Dave actually brought up a good point earlier where, when he was uh, talking about the uh, webmaster not keeping up with updates. Um, a lot of times what happens is a web developer will uh, design a website for a client, and then they'll walk away, and that's that. And then um, you know, a few weeks ago, uh, Ruby was in the news for uh, a bunch of vulnerabilities. Well, is that developer going to go back to all of their clients who, um, you know, they've cut the final check and they're all done and go back and patch patch the systems that they have in place, or even keep track of the clients where they actually use Ruby. Well, I mean, I think it's gonna, that's going to raise an interesting question in the future. When, as developers or as webmasters, when does our responsibility begin and end? Um, does it have to be spelled out in the contract? Is there going to be a lawsuit somewhere in the future that's going to hit some poor webmaster that's going to become our big test case? 
Yeah, exactly. And then uh, the responsibility, like what if you update Ruby and it breaks all of uh, the functions that you have in there, uh, then who is responsible for paying for that uh, webmaster who was trying to do the right thing um, and uh, you know, taking care and reducing their vulnerabilities? Indeed. Um, you know, this, uh, the most recent update for WordPress – they actually had to release two versions of it, even though it's still numbered the same. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> First day it came out, I updated uh, part of a large network I run, and it started breaking websites. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's a noobs beca- update. Well, and that's because the plugins, you know, the, the, the various plugin makers hadn't caught up with the update. Um, so, you know, we had to wait a couple days and then install throughout the, the rest of the network. But those first websites were pooched. You know, the first couple we did it on, they got pooched. So, you know, I had to make the embarrassing phone call to the client. Look, dude, I'm sorry. I pooched your website doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, sorry. I'm going to be nervous. Go oh, no, go for it, Christine. Go, go, go. It's just you mentioned plugins, and that's something else that um, website owners have to be careful of. Uh, plugins for, like, things like WordPress. Um, something that uh, may be less credible plugin developer will do is because people will just kind of take them from wherever and put them onto their WordPress site is they will make a good plugin and inject their own uh, other code into it. Um, so like I know one person that like used a plugin that a lot of people used about 300,000 to be able to put a link on anybody's page. That was the bad part of the plugin that people didn't know about. Of course, now I've got away from him and it's on like tens of millions of sites and he can't control it anymore because people copy the code. <laughs> Changed it and changed it. But the point being is you have to be very careful where you get your plugins from because your plugins, if they're not from a reputable, um, from a reputable place that's very well known and security tested, then you could be putting what looks like a, rep- a good plugin on your site that has hacked code on the inside. And I'm just saying hacked code to be simple and lame in there. But. Okay, now, we're going to be going to break in a few minutes. But before we do, like, you know, it's always good to go to break on a note of drama, right? <laughs> I want you two to scare me. Why are these people doing this? What 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 possible reason does somebody have to waste their time hacking somebody else's site or stealing a whole bunch of information or getting credit card data? What's it worth to them? Yeah, well, in the case of China hacking, there's a couple of things that are going on. Uh, they attacked Coca-Cola when they were in the middle of negotiations with them, and it was a way of uh, getting intelligence on what the uh, negotiating stance was of the Americans. Okay. Uh, they also want economic advantage, so uh, stealing blueprints, stealing intellectual property. Mm-hmm. And in the case of organized crime, uh, they want money. And all this stuff can happen to you while you're just minding your own business, minding your own business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, there's, 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 there's a few uh, – couple, couple minutes to kill before we hit commercial. There's other types of uh, – of hacks as well, Christine. You were you were mentioning earlier the kind of SEO hacks where you know people might use a, a bot network to gain clicks or to make it look like links are naturally building. Um, how prevalent is bot hacking in the SEO community now? Uh, I think it probably better to it on link building itself. Um, the kind of hacking I'm talking about more is where they actually inject um, code into your site to cause your site to devalue. So they might. Um, someone might inject um, a piece of personal data onto a page and then report to Google that this has my social security number on it. And then that pays up the index. Or they might cross script 
Uh, there's one site where someone cross-scripted and then cross-scripted back again where they actually stole all their content and then their store and then used it on another site and then Google ranked that site over their own. Um, there's also proxy jacking, which I will not explain, but you can actually use that to make a site disappear in days completely from the index and it's almost impossible to recover from. So those are on-site hacking where the botnet stuff is more for like... Um, for uh, getting visits, getting traffic, uh, fraud. Filling for out forms. Uh, filling out forms, CAPTCHAs. Yeah. Uh, CAPTCHAs, uh, ask a hacker about CAPTCHA, they laugh at you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so CAPTCHA only annoys old guys like me. It doesn't actually annoy the hackers anymore. Exactly. Is that a 1 or an L? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought it was a 7. <laughs> I thought it was a 7. God damn. <laughs> You and you, you people in your young eyes. Darn it. Okay. Folks, we're up. Uh, it's 20 minutes to the hour here on the 21st of February, 2013. We have on the line Josh Dennis and Christine Sashinger. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. We've got another segment coming up. We're going to be talking about what you could do as a, uh, as a webmaster to, to, to protect yourself. But before we do that, we kind of have to make some money here on the network. So we've got some commercials coming up. Stay tuned. More Webcology after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Discuss and shape the future of performance marketing in New York City, March 12th to the 13th at the Performance Marketing Insights Conference. Come hear from and talk to other global industry leaders as they share how they're developing new revenue streams, deploying the latest technologies, preparing for increased regulation, and leveraging for the most effective digital advertising channels. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners can save 15% on registration by using the promo code WEBMPMI15. That's WEBMPMI15. For more information and to register today, visit PerformanceMarketingInsights.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? <laughs> You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. 